Welcome to The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Pam, and I'll be joining you every week alongside my girls, Denise and Cousin Dan. Every episode, we'll be having real conversations, including the good, the bad, and yes, even the ugly. Although we are three women in different stages of our lives, one single, one married, and one divorced, we can still share our experiences together with love, faith, and a glass of wine in hand, of course. We know you're going to enjoy listening in and riding along this journey we call life with us together. Listen in as we talk, as we get real, and as we get raw. Here we are. Sheer Therapy. Welcome to another episode of Sheer Therapy. The hot seat by Sheer Therapy. I'm Danielle. I'm Denise. Um, and we're going to touch on therapy today. It's been a hot topic the last few years. Um, I think mental health has been at the forefront. Um, yes, because of the pandemic, but even before that, I think a lot of people are now becoming more aware of mental and emotional um, components of their life. Um, And some people are still uncomfortable with therapy. Some people don't like it. Some people say it changed their life. So we're just going to touch on that today from our different perspectives. Who'd like to jump in first? I can. Let's not all jump at once. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Therapy. My first experience of therapy was... 2002, um, when Alex passed away, I went to a therapist because my sister had benefits and it was great. Um, I had never been before and obviously had something to talk about. And uh, it was good because like you're talking to somebody who who doesn't have like a personal interest for you. So like, they don't want you to get better because like they're sad watching you or they feel bad because they're your mom. Like they just want you to get better because that's what they're paid to do. Um, So it's like an unbiased, unbiased um, opinion from somebody who, yeah, like they're not just in your circle. You know what I mean? Like you can be a little bit more open because you're not afraid of stepping on any toes or stuff like that. But she was great. I didn't like therapy at first. Like I tried it once and um, I didn't like it. I thought it was too like psychoanalysis for me. So um, I went like a few times years ago and I just felt kind of creeped out. I'm just like this person sitting there trying to psychoanalyze me. And I think um, I just had to find a good fit because now I do enjoy therapy, but um, there's different styles, right? So I like talk therapy where you're just talking to the therapist 
And I like to get like actual advice from a therapist. So they don't encourage therapists to give advice, but some still do anyway. Um, and I prefer that method. Like I want my therapist to be like, look, take these concrete actions. Let me know how it goes. And then circle back to me. Whereas the therapy that I used to do before I left always feeling still like lost, like unsure. Um, because they'd look at me and be like, and how does that make you feel? And what do you think you need to do in the situation? And I was going to look for answers because if I knew what I had to do, I would do it. Or if I knew what I wanted to do, I would do it. So I think for me, it just took time to find a fit. Um, but now I found someone that I'm comfortable with and she does give me concrete um, advice. Yeah, I think I think we've actually dabbled into some similar therapists through the years, right? Like me and you've seen at least two of the same therapists at different times. Yeah. So I think like I went and you were like, maybe I'll try it. Then I gave you one. Then I changed and you tried. And I think it depended on like what it was because there's different types of therapy. Like if it's marriage therapy, if it's like loss, grieving therapy, anxiety therapy, child therapists, like there's sex therapists. There's so many different type types. So like, it really depends exactly what you're going to talk about and the style that they do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm an ab. I like therapy. It works for, I mean, I notice I've done therapy sessions in the past and I always end up taking control of the session and letting <laughs> them know and letting them know ahead of time. I like exactly, I know what the problem is. I know, I know exactly what the problem is. You don't need to tell me what the problem is. I know what the, what the indicators are. I know what this is. I just need you to give me an answer on how to fix it. Yeah. That's how, yeah. That's the yeah. style I like too. But, but like, I don't how, think, I don't think that's, I don't think that's correct. I don't think so either because it's not, if you're in so much control, Danielle just said she it? likes that style. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like the style of just like, give me some concrete ideas of what I can do. Don't just have me explore on my own. Cause I've been exploring on my own and that's why I'm here. Cause it's not working, but they're, I think they're there to to help you in order to explore on your own properly, because at the end of the day, if they give you the answers, it's not, it's not a realistic situation. You can't take her home with you or in a scenario. She's not going to know, but like, closet. I like when they tell me what they see. Cause like, we don't know how people experience us. Right. right. We just know how we experience ourselves. Like, like I could think I'm one way, but everyone around me is like, no, you're this way. And so like, for me, the therapist can tell me like, this is what I see. Like, this is you're this or you're that. And then I can get more of a clear vision. Like, oh, well, if I know people perceive me like that, then maybe I can fix something. Right. If that makes sense. But like, okay, Denise, if you know, going into a therapy session that you're going to take control of the therapy session, then why do you even think to book? <laughs> why Why do I book it? Like, okay, so you said, I guess, because you want somebody to tell you what to do. No, I just need, I just, I'm like, my personality is whenever, like, I know, I don't, I'm not a person that asks people for advice much. I make my decisions and I know, I know what I'm doing. And if I'm going to do something, I do it. 
But the only time I'll ask for advice is if it's a non-biased individual and I need some real advice, then I'll book her just for some, just for confirmation. Oh, I see. Not just to have your friends be like a yes, man. Like, yes, of course. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Like if I need like to remove the emotion, remove the emotion from it. Cause your friends are going to be biased, remove the emotion. And I pay somebody. I know the answer in my head. I just want to know, do you, do you agree with what I'm thinking, but I'm not going to tell you what I'm thinking. I'm going to give you little nuggets and I'm going to see if we match together, then I'll know that's confirmation. And yeah, I'm making the right decision because you're an unbiased person. You don't know me. Do you think you're manipulating the the therapy session? (laughs) Cause she's like, I know the answer, but I'm just going to give you pieces to make sure you know the answer that I'm thinking. So it's a lot of control. Maybe you need a therapy on control. Possibly. I could. <laughs> yeah. Because if you're giving the therapist nuggets, what's the point? Uh, I guess. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just thought of nuggets and I just realized I left chicken on the counter all day. Sorry. <laughs> thought of nuggets. But- so there's different types of therapy. Um what do you both prefer? Um, so there's the standard talk therapy, which is literally talking, but mm-hmm. the last um, decade or so they've come out with like a thousand different types, like cognitive behavioral. I like that one. Um, that one's really popular. Yeah. Um, they've come up with mindfulness therapy. They've come up with um, EMDR, which is like eye movement desensitization and literally um, they guide movements of your eye through the whole therapy session, which is supposed to release trauma. Really? So I'm not, I'm not there yet. I just like the old fashioned talking. Mm. Are you too open to other types of therapy? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open to anything. Sorry. Sandy was giving her input. Um, I think too, like people again, kind of manipulate help. They kind of manipulate how they choose their therapist. Because think about it. Now you have like a buffet of therapy types, right? So mm, I don't really like the talk one because I don't like when people talk too much and ask me, you know what? I'm going to get my dog. I don't like when people tell me I need to talk. So I'm going to pick the one that looks at my rapid eye movement because that one feels a bit better. But like, think about it, you're you're manipulating because, okay, so like I know many people who've gone to therapy and they keep changing therapists because they don't like how the therapist is dealing with them or like, I don't like that you're not calling this person out like in couples therapy, right? So I'm just going to change therapist. This therapist clearly is taking this person's side or this, this therapist, um, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. This therapist is like, um, they're too hard or they're like, you know, when we took landmark, you know, hold on guys, let me get my dog. Can you believe it? We're in the middle of a session and we just cut, but you know what? That just shows how real we are. We're real. We're transparent. Yeah. So I'm back. So like, you know, when you took landmark, and then you had after landmark, they had the seminars where you had kind of one-on-one coaching, Danielle, not Denise. Remember yeah. when you had your like sessions and then you had like your small groups and then the, the leader would 
talk to you. And I remember there was a session and she was talking to me about something. And then she just kept like going, well, like you're just finding a reason to try to justify why you just don't like a, a, B or C. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm trying to show you how this happened. And she's like, no, you're just trying to find a reason. And then I literally was like, I don't even want to go back to this seminar because she's not listening to me. So you can just drop out and pick somebody else who will listen to you. So it's like, you're already manipulating how you choose your therapist because if she's supposed to teach me something in that, but I'm getting annoyed with how she's dealing with me, I can just pick up and and choose somebody else who will take my money. And then you hop around into therapists until you get the right fit. And not saying that like there's amazing therapists who are still working with you, right? Like sometimes I'm in my therapy session and when I have to go send the money for the session, I'm like, I can't believe I have to pay for this. I just feel like we were talking about the birds. Like, why am I paying for this session? But it kind of did something for my soul in a, in a way where I felt like after I just felt light, like we talked about the topic for like 10 minutes out of the hour, but the rest of the talking, she must've been pulling something subconsciously, but I felt fine after. Mm -hmm. So I guess they have their ways, but I find therapy can be very, also like annoying at times where say like you're going uh, in a relationship and one person believes in therapy and the other doesn't, or one person's going because their wife wants them to go. Right. And so every time at the end of the session, it's like, yep, yep. Okay. You feel like you had a breakthrough and then flipping two days later, you're back down the same shithole. And you're like, yo, how did this happen? So like, when does the therapy end, right? So then now you got to go take therapy for your damn self because you're trying to cope with the fact that the couple's therapy only worked for two, three days, right? And so now you have this therapy and at the end of your session, you're like, yes, she heard me. She understands. I'm not crazy. Like what I'm doing is fine. But then how does that translate when you go back into the couple's environment? Right. Like, if I think feel- sometimes it feels good to just unload. Yeah. So like sometimes therapy, you, you may never find a solution because you're still dealing with humans. Like you can fix, well, the I shouldn't use word fix, but you can fix yourself all you want, but you going to therapy is not going to fix the people around you. Exactly. So like at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to take it as, well, at least I have a place to like unload everything on. Yeah. Like you could be listening to this podcast and at the end be like, oh, okay, well, great. I'm normal because like, I feel like I struggle every day, but you know what? Everybody else struggles and that's therapy free. Mm -hmm. If you want to pay us, we'll take it. But like, you know what I mean? Like you, a lot of this, a lot of therapy is to learn how to basically just let go of the other people around you that are irritating you. But then I feel like at the end of the day, maybe in two, three years time, that's going to require therapy again, because Uh all the shit you let go of, you put in a bag somewhere and then the bag is heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like now, do you think our um, demographic, we just default to therapy now for everything? Like, do you think that we're over therapizing ourselves? Cause like my parents are old school and, um, they're always just like, whatever happening to happen to just like sort your shit out. 
Like just sort your shit out, like be an adult and sort your shit out. Like, why do you need to pay to talk to someone every time there's an issue in your life? They're not like, not even them saying this to me in general, just their overall viewpoint is like, why is our age group so coddled? Like, why do we need a handhold for everything? Do you think that that's true? Or do you think, no, we're on the right path with mental health? I think, I think we're on the right path. Like I, I, it's, I like, it's a split. I think we're on the right path because like Eckhart Tolle would say, we all have pain bodies within us that we haven't dealt with. But I also agree with your parents in that it shouldn't be used as a crutch or a dependency because we should then be given the tools. We should be given the new tools in order to apply them on our own independently. So the therapist is there to purge you and remove the pain bodies, give you the tools, the new tools. And then at the same time, you follow like what your parents say, when you get to a problem, you're able to sort your shit out with the new tools that you've been provided with. Right. Right. So it's like, like, it's a 50, 50 split. Like I know some people who like, every time they have a bad day, they'll be like, I need to call my therapist. It's like, you can't just accept that people have bad days. It doesn't mean your life sucks. You're just having like, you know what I mean? So I think it's finding like that balance. It's a balance. It's like yeah. You're at work and it's like, oh my God, the coffee spilled. Somebody called in like, you know, book off my afternoon. I need to go to therapy. <laughs> I just gotta go. But I don't know. I think like, and there's so many different forms, like podcasts. Um, there's all these seminars, Eckhart Tolle. What's the other one you guys just did where my sister fell asleep in one of them? Mindset coaching. Oh, right. Like there's everybody wants to be life coach, mindset resetter, life restorer, subconscious reprogrammer. But like, it's a bit I heard a story today. I hope this isn't breach of privacy. I heard a story of somebody who just got married not too long ago. And the wife just got up one day and was like, I've been following this new girl. I don't know if it's a podcast or whatever. And she said, to reach your ultimate potential, you need to be on your own. And she asked for a divorce. Literally. Ooh. Mm, <laughs> she said, like, I don't know. I don't know. Myself. With you, I need Mm-mm. to be on my own. But like again, the therapist she, told them they need to be on their own. I don't think it was a therapist. I think it's like a new age. Like I think she's taking the information, spiritual and, enlightenment. She cannot be her full enlightened self. That's bullshit. She's taking the information and she's making it. She's interpreting it how she wants to interpret it. She always wanted to leave that man. She was never <laughs> sure to begin with. <laughs> No, but it was like a real hot and heavy, like passionate. Do we know the person? Do we know the person? Don't breach the privacy. No, you don't. But like crazy. And then went in head over heels, married in love, and then literally woke up done because she needed to reach full enlightenment. And I wouldn't want to be that life coach. (sighs) But like. Sometimes it's scary too. And again, I'm saying this, I'm all for therapy. I think it's great, but I'm saying this, like, that's a big job for a therapist to have. Like you go to a therapist and you're like, I'm in a marriage or I have this job, whatever. And X, Y, Z is not working. 
blah, blah, blah. She can't talk to, like if you've hired them on their own, right? They don't talk to the partner. They don't talk to your boss. They don't know the other side. They just know what you're telling them. Now that therapist by session five, six says, yeah, you need to leave that marriage or you need to leave that job. Like that therapist just took your life into their hands, right? And imagine you make this decision to like leave your family from a therapist that didn't know the other side. Mm -hmm. Like, as I'm saying, it's also a scary thing. Like they, like they're all people who went to school and studied this and stuff. Right. But it's like, Mm -hmm. you just never know. You have to be careful because these days anyone can be an accredited life coach and, or something. If, if they're not an actual clinical psychologist or registered psychotherapist or social worker, people can slap life coach guidance this. And like, they literally took a crash course online for two days. Yeah. So you have to be really careful and really investigate the people that you're dealing with. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It's, it's a great thing. And I think people who seek to like um, heal themselves and really like all of that stuff, it's great. I think some people over overdo it and some people could use more. Like when we were listening to the Jim Fortune podcast, I think it got to episode 89. And one day I'm like, I cannot personal development anymore. Like I just need to read a fairy tale book. I cannot listen to one more book about being your authentic self, highest, true, like, no, you're like, I just didn't want to hear anymore. It was just too much. Like every single day you're hearing yeah. about all this unlimited potential that you have. Like it just sounded so repetitive after a while, but that's probably so does because that, does that become like brainwashing? Like you're in a cult. It, I feel like it makes people feel so entitled. Like now we're at this point in life where we're all so entitled that we think again, going back to, if we have one bad day or if we look like I don't know. I feel like it it puts a sense of entitlement all the time. Yeah. Like, and pressure, like, Oh my God, I have to be my optimum self every single day. Like every single thing I do has to be my optimum potential. Like, fuck, like I'm going to go lay down. I know. Like, it's like, I want to go and get a cookie. You shouldn't get the cookie because you don't have self willpower and you need to like, like, no, I just want to eat the cookie, you know? (laughs) Anyways. That's our thoughts on that. But if you have anything to say, you know, reach out to us on the podcast uh, or on our email on our social media channel at your therapy. We have our Sandy. We have our blog coming out. We're really excited about on Monday. And uh, yeah, that's it. So if you ever need any therapist advice, we have a large roster of people we could send you. Danielle has a lot of links to people, and Denise manipulates them. That's all, but I haven't had that's all, folks. But until next time, I'm Dan. Dan I'm Dan. Pam. Dan. And see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself and can't wait to be with you again next week. If you've taken anything away from this today, it's to live, 
love, forgive, have faith, and always have a glass of wine and your girls. We can't wait to be with you all again next week. See you soon.